Hey, Calvary family, this is Pastor Michael Grove here on the Bible Reading App. And today is October the 12th, and here we are in our Bible reading plan, just a month and a half away from finishing the entire Bible in less than a year. I don't know how you feel about that, but I have loved being able to do this and read the Bible out loud. It has been so beneficial to me, and I hope it's been a blessing to you. But today, we're going to continue on reading from the New International Version. We are starting today in Galatians chapter 5. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm, then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Mark my words. I, Paul, tell you that if you let yourselves be circumcised, Christ will be of no value to you at all. Again, I declare to every man who lets himself be circumcised that he is obligated to obey the whole law. You who are trying to be justified by the law have been alienated from Christ. You have fallen away from grace. For through the Spirit, we eagerly await by faith the righteousness for which we hope. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. You were running a good race. Who cut in on you to keep you from obeying the truth? That kind of persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. A little yeast works through the whole batch of dough. I am confident in the Lord that you will take no other view. The one who is throwing you into confusion, whoever that may be, will have to pay the penalty. Brothers and sisters, if I am still preaching circumcision, why am I still being persecuted? In that case, the offense of the cross has been abolished. As for those agitators, I wish they would go the whole way and emasculate themselves. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. So I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit... Let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. This concludes the reading for today. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. 
So today was just one quick chapter, and it's a great chapter. So just want to go to the fruit of the Spirit, because that's something most of us have heard before. But there's something simple that I want to point out that a lot of people miss. So there are nine different attributes to the fruit of the Spirit that are listed. You have love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. But the thing I want you to notice, it's not the fruits of the Spirit, plural, but it says, but the fruit, singular. This is the hard part. You either have the fruit of the Spirit or you don't. It's not like you have love, but you don't have joy, and you have the fruit of the Spirit then. No, if you don't have love and you do have joy, you still don't have the fruit of the Spirit. You have an attribute of the Spirit, but the fruit of the Spirit comes as a package deal. All nine pieces come when you are full of the Holy Spirit. Now, does that mean that you always have those fruits of the Spirit? No. There's times where you need to be refreshed. So for myself, when I get in my car and I drive down the road and somebody in front of me doesn't know how to drive their car, I am suddenly challenged to be filled with the fruit of the Spirit because I lose forbearance. I am not patient with people that don't know how to drive. Now, here's the funny thing about how that works. When I get impatient with them, I lose love for them. In fact, I start saying things or acting in a way that's not loving at all. And because I'm acting that way, guess what else I lose? Well, I lose peace inside of how I'm feeling. And because I've lost that peace, now I'm not being very kind. There's no goodness coming my way. I'm not gentle or self-control. And so I lose my faithfulness to the Lord. You see, they all work together. Either you have the fruit of the Spirit or you don't. You don't pick and choose and have one or the other. You're either full of it or you're not. So what do we do? We stop and we ask the Lord, fill us with your fruit. Make us like you that we would be so full of the fruit of the Spirit that in all we do and say, people would see us full of love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So if you find yourself losing or missing any of those, stop and ask the Lord, fill me with the fruit of the Spirit. It's all the time we have left for today. I love you and God bless. Thank you.